0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. They only place with the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. You can find me on Twitter. At Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, i going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet online is your number one source for all your championship finals, info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. online is your sports intel headquarters this season as they have you covered for all of your insider sports wagering needs from basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in on the action today. Head to the website. Website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BLEAV to receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Maria Podcast. For a break, we discussed what the plan was for this episode. Once again, going through the Giants' upcoming baseball games over the next week. But for us who do any of that, want to discuss how we did on the last episode first. Overall, we did very well. So starting off with the weekend series against the Cubs, we ended up getting two of those three games right. We thought that the Giants would lose the first game and then win the next two games. Uh, they ended up losing the middle game, almost got no hit actually by Hendricks, but we had faith in Strowman on Friday and he pitched very well once again. And then on Sunday, they ended up winning as well as was Nesky ended up struggling, but either way, the giants went two and one in the series against Chicago and uh, they went one and two, sorry against Chicago, but we went two and one in that series and then against the Cardinals, we thought they would fare well once again. And they ended up sweeping the Cardinals. Now, I'm not totally shocked that's how it unfolded. Uh, I did not think they were going to sweep, but I did think they would win the series. So overall, a nice overall week for us and for the Giants, who ended up going 4-2. And, and they're in the middle of a four-game winning streak. Thanks a lot to that uh, two-run home run by Yaz in the ninth inning in Wednesday's game. But still, the point is the Giants... Uh, performed pretty well and so did we and hopefully we'll keep it rolling here on this week's show now for the actual schedule I will be fully honest with you there are some question marks with the starting pitchers in fact we have no listed pitchers for the Giants next game against the Dodgers on Friday nobody's listed so I'm not exactly sure how we're supposed to break that down I'm gonna try to I'm gonna do my best with it but just a full I'd say warning we don't have any pitchers for Friday, and we only have one pitcher for Saturday. Then we actually have the normal uh, listed pitchers for both, and then you have no listed pitcher for Wednesday, So, or, or for the Giants' purposes. So the Giants only have three listed pitchers out of the six games we're going to be talking about. So it's going to be a bit tricky, but we're still going to push through. But starting off with the Friday game against the Dodgers, looking at what I expect the money line to be regardless of pitcher, Dodgers will be favored by probably a decent amount because they usually are at home. And for the sake of recent form, the Dodgers have been pretty average lately. In fact, it's a rare point of most seasons, 68 games in, where they are not in first place in their division, and Arizona is. And you're looking at how the Dodgers have played lately, really not great. Uh, You're looking at the overall numbers. They have alternated wins and losses for basically the past week. Uh, They were on a four-game losing streak at some point last week. So going through the recent results here, 0-4, 1-4, 1-5, 2-5, 2-6, 3-6, 3-7. So they've lost seven of their last ten. They're not exactly playing good baseball. And the bullpen yesterday ended up blowing it pretty badly against the White Sox. But as for the Giants, I mentioned before, they have won four straight. They're playing some good baseball. Now, it is tricky that, once again, the Dodgers and the Giants don't have a listed pitcher for this game. But I got to go with the Giants here. Just simply put, I think the value is going to be there with the Giants. You know, based on reputation, the Dodgers will be decent favorites at home. Since they are a good home team, they are 21-11 and at home. But still, the point is, I am still concerned about the Dodgers' bullpen and just the fact that they've been a bit underwhelming this season. Another eight over. But the Dodgers, with that big of a payroll and the expectations year in and year out to cruise to a division title, it does seem like this team is worse than most years. And because of that, I do think they are overvalued. So I will go with the Giants in the first game here of the series on Friday, mostly for the value, uh, because I think the Dodgers will be a big favorite. But still, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Now, for the second game in the series, you have Miller pitching for the Dodgers, who has been really good 3-0, .78 ERA, and at home this season is given up a total of one run. So last two starts, 12 innings and no earned runs allowed. I'm not sure, once again, who's pitching for the Giants because their rotation is extremely injured, but based on the pitcher for the Dodgers, I got to be on LA here. Miller's been so good. I can't really go against him. He seems like he could be another A young phenom for the Dodgers rotation, and I think that he's going to pitch well in this game. So, even though I do think the Giants will be able to overcome whatever pitching combination the Dodgers have in the Friday game, I don't feel the same about the Saturday game. So, give me the Dodgers to even up the series here on Saturday, potentially on the run line. I can see them winning this game comfortably, but give me the Dodgers to get it done. And then moving on to the Sunday game, we are back to having normal listed pitchers. You have Logan Webb taking on Gonsolin. Now, Webb ended up uh, pitching pretty well against the Cardinals last time out, and the Giants ended up winning that game. Uh, but his overall numbers were fine. Seven innings, three earned, two home runs allowed. So the long ball has given him problems lately, as he has allowed at least one home run in each of the last three starts. But the Giants have won three of his last four starts, so that is definitely a good sign. Now, the concern here that you would have uh, with Webb is the fact that he, so far this season, has been a lot better at home than on the road, and this is going to be a road game. So to look at the overall numbers here, on the road this season, 51 and two-thirds innings pitched, 4.01 ERA. Numbers aren't bad, but the point is his home numbers are so much better that I have to at least point out that there is a decent amount of discrepancy between the home and the road numbers. As for Logan Webb's overall numbers against the Dodgers, as I just quickly pull these up, it's important to discuss how certain batters have faced off against certain pitchers, and especially with Webb facing off against the Dodgers a lot since he's been on the Giants for a couple of years. But in his career, the Dodgers have kind of torched him. The team is batting 327 and has an OP has an OBP of three, 89 in 162 plate appearances. So a ton of experience uh, that the Dodgers have against them. And they have fared very well. OPS of 920. The point is, I think Webb might be in line to struggle in this game. He might still go distance, maybe go seven, no matter what, but I at least want to point out that Webb might find himself into a little bit of trouble in this game. Meanwhile, Gonsolin has been really good. Once again, this year, 1.93 ERA 0.94 whip. And last start, he gave up no runs against the White Sox in six innings. Uh, But to look at his numbers at home, he has actually been better at home than on the road, as at home this season, 21 and two-thirds innings pitched, 1.66 ERA. So Gonsolin has had another really, really good start to the year, and it seems like the good seasons that he's had in the past, you might have assumed were a bit of a fluke because he came out of nowhere but it definitely seems like those are sustainable and he does have good numbers against the giants in his career. The giants active batters have 35 career plate appearances, a 200 batting average and a 314 on base percentage. So the walks have actually been a bit of an issue for Gonzalez against the giants. So the OBP is not bad, but a 200 average is definitely not ideal. And I think because of that, the Dodgers should be leading after five. Now the problem once again is the Dodgers bullpen, which is just atrocious. But I do think for this game, I will be looking at the Dodgers first five. I think that Webb's home run issues are going to be a problem in this game, giving up 12 home runs already this season and at least one home run in each of the last three starts. So I am going to go with the uh, Dodgers to get the job done here. I feel better about the first five, maybe on the minus one and a half, minus the half a run line there. Uh, The minus half a run in the first five run line is what I meant. But still, it's the fact that Webb has struggled against the Dodgers in the past that makes me a little bit concerned about his. I'd say, potential to perform well in this outing. But I do like Gonsolin. I think he's solid, and I will go with the Dodgers to win the game on Sunday. Now, moving into the final three games of the episode, you have a Monday game against the Padres, which will be taking place in San Francisco. And you have a matchup between Cobb and Waka. And to go through the numbers here, Cobb so far the season has been solid, 3.09 ERA. Waka has a 2.89 ERA but Waka over the last couple of outings has been unstoppable to go through his recent performances here. He's been borderline unhittable uh, to actually go through his ERA in the month of uh, June. Uh, sorry. In the month of May, he had an ERA of 0.84 in 32 innings. And then the two starts this month, he has an ERA of 1.69. The point is Waka has been absolutely cooking. He has given up zero runs in three of his last five starts. So he has been really, really good. And to go through Cobb's numbers, I said before, his overall season numbers are solid. But of course, Waka is in better form because Waka has been one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last month. But Cobb has been solid. And to look at his numbers with the home road splits uh, to go through those quickly, he has been a lot better at home than on the road. Uh, so far at home, 37 and two-thirds innings pitched, 1.43 ERA. Last two starts, though, he has gone into some trouble as he gave up four earned against the Rockies. That wasn't cores, though, so that makes sense. And he gave up two runs and in four innings against the Cardinals. So last two starts and nine innings, six runs allowed. So not exactly the greatest form, but once again, his home-road splits have been extremely noticeable, and both of those poor starts were on the road. So I do like Cobb to bounce back, but my favorite play in this game, will be the under it's really tough to go against Waka has been so good over the past month and Cobb has been really good at home give me the under in that game it's gonna be a low number but I do think it'll be probably at seven and a half and I will go with the under in that one just based on the current form of these pitchers and then you end up having the Tuesday game which will be taking place at uh, around 9:45 PM Eastern Time, and for this matchup, you have De Scalfani pitching against Darvish. Now, De Scalfani did end up pitching on Wednesday against the Cardinals, and he was uh, overall decent. Six innings, two earned, so he pitched pretty well. Uh, to go through his last couple of outings, he ended up struggling a bit against the Orioles. The start before, uh, sorry, faced off against the Cubs. Six innings, two runs as well. Faced off against the Orioles, three innings, five earned. Faced off against the Pirates, seven innings, three earned. So he's been solid in three of his last four starts. And to mention his home road splits here, he has been a lot worse at home than on the road all season long. 45 and two thirds innings pitched, 4.73 ERA. So DiScafani a guy I'm not exactly uh, sold on. I think he's a decent back of the rotation guy, but I still don't think he's an amazing pitcher by any means. On the other side, you have Darvish though. And Darvish got shelled in his last start, five and a third, four earned, but it was in cores, so that makes sense. Was very good against the Cubs the start before that, seven innings and no runs. Got buried by the Yankees start before that, two and two thirds, seven runs. And I bring up those three starts because the two bad ones were on the road. And so far this season, Darvish has pitched 32 innings on the road, 6.19 ERA. So Darvish has really been brutal outside of Petco and I do think that's going to continue in this game. Now, I'm still not sold on T. Scalfani, and I mentioned the home numbers as well not being good for him. So I do like the over in this game. I'm hoping, just based on Darvish's reputation as well as the Giants' ballpark, usually resulting in unders, that you'll see a low total, maybe a 7.5 or an 8. I'm going to go to the over in this one. I don't trust either pitcher. Darvish has been a mess lately on the road, and as a result, I think he might struggle. I will go with the Giants to get the job done here in this game, though. I do think that when you're looking at these pitchers, uh, Darvish right now has been in worse form than Di Scalfani, so give me the Giants to get the job done on Tuesday. And moving into the last game of the episode, you have a matchup between Undecided and Weathers. The Giants have not listed a pitcher for this game. The Padres will be using Ryan Weathers, who has a 4.93 ERA and a 1.49 whip. Bit of an issue with the home runs as he has given up six so far this season. Uh, He also doesn't exactly go much length. Each of the last three outings were less than four and a third. So you're expecting him to get the start for the game, but I'm not sure how many innings he'll actually be able to go. He has been better on the road than at home, but that's not really saying much. Still has a 4.56 ERA on the road in 25 and two-thirds innings pitched. Point is, I don't think Weathers is very good. Last four outings, 12 and two-thirds, 7.36 ERA. I'm not sure it matters who pitches for the Giants in this game. I really just don't think Weathers is that good. So I'm going to fade him and take the Giants in this game. Giants team total as well. I think Weathers struggles early and often in this game. So to recap the picks for the six games on this episode, uh, starting off with the undecided matchup with Both pitchers not being made available to me. For the Friday game against the Dodgers, we'll go with the Giants in that one at probably a decent plus price. On Saturday, we will go with the Dodgers' run line with Miller on the mound. And for the Sunday game, we will be going with Gonsolin in the first five against Webb. I really hate that Dodgers' bullpen, so I'm not going to get involved. But I do think Gonsolin has a lead after five. Moving into the series against the Dodgers, Padres. You have the Monday game between Cobb and Waka. I'm going to go with the under as my favorite play, but I do like the Padres to get it done. It's really tough to go against Waka based on how good he's been for the past month and a half. And for the Tuesday game with D. Scalfani and Darvish, I will go with D. Scalfani. Darvish has just been that bad on the road, and I think that he'll struggle once again. So give me D. Scalfani and the Giants there. And for the Wednesday game, give me the Giants once again fading weathers who i don't think is very good so i overall i have a pretty mediocre week for the giants and the six games i have them going three and three so you can read into that how you want to but the point is i do think at the end of the day it's not the easiest schedule i know the padres have been underwhelming this season but they still have talent and the dodgers have been a playoff team but not as dominant as we're used to seeing them be so i do think the dodgers will look fine in the series against San Francisco, but not overly, overly dominant, so I think the Giants take one, but other than that though, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the Ben Murray podcast, find me on Twitter at Rice Radio, and you could also find me on a bunch of other podcasts, which are linked to my Twitter, so check out my Twitter if you do want to find out my other gambling associated podcasts they work on, but until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets, bye everyone.